Hey, this is Latif Mikado, and you're listening to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast, where I take some time each night to try and reflect on the freestyle scene, where it is, where it's going, and try to figure out how to sustain it, not just for future generations to enjoy, but also to benefit. So sit back, relax, and let's talk some freestyle. Hey, what's up, everyone? It's Latif, and welcome to the Good Night Freestyle Podcast, and this is episode 332. Hoping you guys are doing swell this evening. Um, It is a Friday night, the day after Thanksgiving. Uh, yep, still eating leftovers. <laughs> uh, there's nothing better than leftovers. I, I'm pretty sure everybody's going to agree. Um, I look forward to that. <laughs> uh, everything's cool. Everything's cool. Uh, worked on a bunch of graphics today. Um, a little bit of behind the scenes on my advertising campaign that I have for the for the new year coming in. Uh, a lot of, hmm, I was gonna say a lot of exciting stuff, but no, it's only a couple of exciting things that's. That I'm doing right now. Only because I'm waiting for the new year to kick in. Um, so I didn't want to pick up anything new. Like I didn't want to write any new books. Um, I have a new book that I'm start piecing together. That I'll start kicking off in January. Um, I was kind of up in the air. You know after I've talked about it. That's why sometimes I'm not too big on talking about it. Uh, I've been wanting to write this thing. This thing first started out as an idea. Then it, st- it came up um, as like a TV show I wanted to do. Um, and then I thought about doing it as like an animation, like a cartoon. Um, then I, I realized that novels, at least for me, are the way to go. And it, it took me several years to figure this out. So this isn't something that, uh, that I just figured out, you know, it took me several years to figure this thing out. But, um, uh, I, I feel that, you know, by me just working on the novels, what they do is this, right? So a novel unlike a script a novel is long so a novel we're always going to go with you know at least 200 something pages if i did a script and they're very detailed if we go with a script script is going to be about 100 pages 110 pages about 100 pages now pretty standard right now with a lot of description uh with uh scenes uh very little narration and dialogue So in actuality, there's not a lot of writing within a script. However, you got to get to the story pretty quick. So <clears throat> to take a script, I'm sorry, guys, they're burning something out here. I'm outside. Um, <clears throat> in order to take a script and turn it into a novel is like a huge task. Like it's like who would do that? You know, really? I'm sure others have done it. I'm, if I could think. I believe that I found, um, I know of stories that were turned into uh, books later on. But the logical way of doing it is to start with the book. Because it's easier to delete stuff and to cut things down than it is to um, to add things. That's why people always say the book, the book was better. Yeah, the, of course the book was better. There's a lot more 
detail. In a movie, you can't really uh, write thoughts. But in a book, you can pretty much, depending if you're doing it in first person, you can, uh, you can, um, you can write down thoughts, you know, as a narration, you know, a guy stand there. So, uh, as I stood in the corner looking across the street, I couldn't help but wonder what was she doing? You know what I mean? So that's a thought when you see that in a narration. And in movies, you can't really do that. You could show a picture of a guy standing in the corner looking across the street and seeing what the girl's doing, you know? So that's the reason why they say the book is always better, yes. Because a hell of a lot more writing that's in it. Plus, a lot of things for a script has to be cut down. They can't they can't go into an entire, you know, sometimes an entire chapter after chapter is taken out. So, but anyway, so... So, I, so, so the the story that I'm working on now it was just an idea first, and then it went into I said, okay, you know what? Maybe I'll do this like a series, like, a, and I I got the idea when I started watching like Everybody Hates Chris. I said, okay, you know what? And then I thought about an animation when I started watching things like Family Guy, like more of an adult kind of uh, cartoon animation. I thought that was kind of cool, you know. And then as I kept writing uh, novels, I was like, you know what? The best idea until I decide is to start with a novel because from the novel, I can do everything else. I can turn it into a movie. I can turn it into a play. I can turn it into a, an animation. I can turn it into a comic book, a graphic novel, whatever it is I want to turn it into, you know? But it's easier to cut it from a novel down into any of those other formats. So, but anyway, so that's where I'm at right now. Uh... I'm not 100% anxious to get started only because I really came off of this three book, um, you know, three book novel. And um, so I kinda, I'm kind of enjoying a little bit of break, kind of going into other areas. But I know what's going to happen once I sit down and I start, <clears throat> I start pounding away on this new one. Um, I'm going to get obsessed again. It's just going to, you know, um, what I want to try to do, though, is I definitely don't want to go three. I want to try to plan it this time a little bit better. So I want to try to see if I can set goals for myself. Um, I want to try to see if I could create some sort of structure. Now, the reason why is because I would like to knock out more books. You know, uh, a book a year is my goal. So in the next five years, I hope to have five more books out. So, and, you know, for as long as God decides to keep me on this earth, I want to keep putting books out. And that's my legacy. That's what I want to, that's what I want to do. That's what I want to be known for. Um, I'm at that point, you know, I love telling stories and I just think stories, I think they do things for people. I think they help people also, you know, sometimes you could, you know, we have answers. And we have answers, or sometimes stories or books have answers that we're looking for. And sometimes they can help. I've read many books and watched movies and so on that made me look at things differently. So they help me. They help me decide or they'll help me to see things differently, you know. So <clears throat> so I want to do that. I want to do that in my books, you know. Uh, <clears throat> anyway, um, so anyway, yeah, so I was I was in the office. That's what I was doing most of the day. Then um, I got a call for a show, and so I, I actually did the contract. So it's like it looks really good. 
that it's going to happen. I, I did the contract. So, and uh, I sent them all the information that they needed. So, I, you know, guys, I, I don't like to speak about where it's at until the show, until it's locked in. Reason why I do that is because there's a lot of people that listen to this podcast. And there's a lot of people that also, how can I put it? Um, they don't like me that much. And they don't like, uh, it's just like any business. There's competition. I'm an agent. I have an artist. There's other agents with other artists. And people can be dirty. I'm not like that. I don't bump people. I don't get in the way of of them working. It, it's hard for people to do it to me. It's like, it's not like, but I prefer to just keep it on the down low. Not only because of that. They might not even, it might not even be that they don't like me. That might not even be the thing. But let's say I'm doing a show in, let's say they call me a show for Texas. I'm saying Texas because no, Texas did not call me. <laughs> All right. And um, there's no contract or nothing. And then suddenly um, I decide to speak on it. Now what happens without anything legitimately put together, a competitor in Texas might decide to put a show on that same day and start promoting like tonight. And so because of the way I advertise, the way I promoted, I started talking about it without everything being solidified. Now somebody beat the promoter who called me to the punch. So I don't like to set that up. Um, it's not a club. It's a drive-in, which I'm fine with that. The flights are what concerns me, but we're talking about January. Um, <clears throat> not saying that anything's going to be any better. We don't know. Um, <clears throat> but, um, uh, flight's not that long. Um, we're going to try to take as much precaution as we can, but man, we got to get out. We got to get out of there. So, um, now they did call me for December also. I turned that down. I said, but I can't come January. I'm praying that I'm praying that something starts to crack, that the, these numbers start to drop or whatever the case may be. And um, uh, that way we can uh, kind of just get the ball rolling again because we can't go through 2021. Guys, this is what we do for a living. Not just me, man. All these artists. So artists and managers and role managers, some of these dancers, the promoters, like this is what we do, you know, and um, we have to we have to be careful. Now, there are a lot of people that are going out in my market and they are doing the concerts and they're doing the shows and they're doing a lot of them. And they've done several of them throughout the pandemic. I haven't done any. I haven't done any. And um, <clears throat> um. So far, so good. They're fine. I'm sure they're taking a lot of precaution. We're trying to do the same thing. And um, so we're just going to... I mean, it's the best that we can do. You know, everything else seems like it's going to be on point. As far as... Um, uh, what you call it? As far as um, the travel accommodations, everything that they're doing. So, you know. Let's just, let's just pray that everything kind of eases off. And definitely let's pray that... We get to and from without an issue when the time comes. But uh, am I 100% happy about it? No, I'm not. But now I'm at the point where this, you know, 
Uh, and I said, I said a while ago, I said, come January, I'm going to have to roll up the sleeves and, you know, kind of watching what everybody else is doing. Supposedly, these airports are packed. Um, I don't know how often people are, are getting sick in them. I don't know what the situation is, but uh, so we can do. We can uh, pray for the best, you know. So um, what else? Just kind of chilling. I worked a little bit today, and then I um, Santana wanted to watch a movie, so we watched Dora the Explorer, the live one. I don't know if you guys seen it. Uh, pretty good, pretty good movie. Um, it's funny. Um, yeah, so we just kind of kicked back a little bit. I'm gonna go in tonight and just kind of chill out. I don't think I'm gonna do any more work tonight. But a kickback for the rest of the night. And uh, I did quite a bit. And tomorrow I'll be up early, you know. So it's a Saturday. But that doesn't really matter. I, I will be up. And I love to get up early on a Saturday and, you know, do my tutorials. And I love to have that time, at least a good four hours to myself. Um, we have the Mike Tyson fight tomorrow night. So um, I'll probably be checking that one out. Um, and uh, see how that's going. I, I kind of look forward to. It. I'm, a, I'm a I'm a Mike Tyson fan, just like a lot of people. Um, you know, and this is a charity. It's just I like the dude, man. Really, I met him once. I met him. I met him. Uh, so crazy. Um, I had met him and I had met Jasmine Guy that same day, and um, and um, I remember he came out of a hotel in Manhattan. And he's friends with Ernest Raj from what's happening. They know each other. And they're both Muslim. I'm, I'm Muslim, so of course I went up to him. And I salamed him. And uh, we spoke briefly. And uh, he was still on that, like, little bit of that rah-rah shit. Was that it was after he came out of prison, I believe? Or was it right before he went into prison? I, might have been right before he went into prison. I don't really remember. But I don't remember him having security with him. So I wonder when that could have been. I think it was after he came out, if I believe correctly. I, I don't remember. Um, I remember I had a meeting at a record company in the city. Um, but one of the execs there, we were doing something. And uh, when I came, there was like a courtyard. When I came out, Mike was there and a uh, cool guy. Um, but... um. I wish him I wish him a lot of luck. Like I, I I want him to do this, man. Like even if he never fights again, I I just want him to win this. You know, okay, Roy is cool, but I'm not a fan of Roy. Like I wish him the best too, but I want Mike to win. Um they did a weigh-in, I saw the weigh-in. Uh damn. Mike's like two months older than me. I never knew that. I always thought that I was older than Mike. But Mike is he was born 66 like me, but I think he's, what, a couple months. I'm in October. I think he was August. September, October, I think he's August, his birthday. And uh, they took their shirts off. I mean, he don't look, hey, I ain't got shit on him. <laughs> but, you know, remember, Mike took his shirt off, man. Like, and he stood sideways. It's like... You know, that was Mike. That was Mike Tyson, you know. Uh, he had, like, the perfect body, in my opinion, as a boxer. like. And um, I saw him now, and 
man, he looks aged, man. He really does. Now, I know he smokes a lot of weed. You know, he has the, uh, he's up in Vegas. So he has, um, what do you call it? The, the plant, you know, where they make the weed, not where they make the weed, but they grow at the farm. Yeah, he has the farm. And um, if you guys ever seen um, Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson on YouTube, check it out, man. I love that show. And uh, he smokes weed while he's um, while he interviews people. <laughs> Sometimes they smoke with him. Uh, it's really funny. It's really funny. But um, <clears throat> uh, but I'm a fan of everything that he's doing. I kind of think he had a bad rap. I thought I think he was. Yeah, I think he had the wrong people around him. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of these boxers can't stand Don King. You know, Don King didn't care about anybody but himself. So uh, <clears throat> I don't think uh, so. He he would definitely not feel. But I, you know, I think he was a victim of his own success. It's a funny story, right? Though is um, I don't know if you ever heard the story of Mike Tyson with Mitch Green when he ran into Mitch Green in the village. And they had a fight out in the street. <laughs> so, and that was headlines, man. Like, Mitch Green was crazy. I, when I was locked up, when I was in Queen's house at detention, I was locked up with Mitch Green. And, um, and I remember, uh, this dude was like off the wall. Cause I remember when I first saw him, I had just got into that block. And I was in the beginning of a three year sentence. This was in, uh, this was like, where I had just come in. And, uh, I remember seeing this dude walking around. I swear to God, he had boxing boots, boxing cr- trunks, and his freaking boxing robe. And it was long jerry curls. I'm like, look at that dude. And I'm like, like, it's just not registering. Like, I know who he is. Like, it's just, I knew who Mitch Green was. But I'm like, you know, that's like when you... You don't expect somebody in a particular... That's like when you saw your teacher in a supermarket. They just look weird. Like, it didn't, it didn't register right away. <laughs> like, what are you doing here? And that's why I noticed it was, uh, it was Mitch Green. And I was like, oh, my God. And um, he had the last cell all the way at the end. And um, the dude... Was like to me, listen, not to me. Dude was nasty. That dude stunk so bad, man, like ass for real. And um, his cell was disgusting. And I was like two cells from him. I was on the, right on the same tier as him. So he was at the last. One. I was like second or third to the last. And um, he used to just walk around there all the time, man, with with the same boxing trunks and his boxing boot. Like the dude was was dressed to go in the ring, and I was like, "Yo, is this dude like crazy?" You know. And um, so I was there with him for maybe a month before they 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 got rid of him. But nobody really talked to him. Nobody really talked to him. He just had a really weird demeanor. And uh, I don't remember anyone chilling or trying to talk, kick to kick it to him. However, when he did leave, I requested his cell. <laughs> I told the CO when he left. I told the CO, I was cool. I said, I said, hey, I said, can I get that cell? He said, you're gonna have to clean it. I said, I'll clean it. Oh, man, that was a bad idea. Yo, <laughs> so they gave me that cell, his cell, because it was the absolute last cell away at the end. It was just a cool cell to be, be in. Sure, you're gonna be there for a while. Get a cell you like, <clears throat> and um, this was Queen's house, house of distension, and um, I took a cell, 
and it was disgusting. It stunk. I had them change up my mattress. He had drawn on the walls so crazy. He had drawn like he had sketched with a pencil over his bed, like an entire thing with like Jesus and uh, and I don't know if he did it or if it was always there, but it was like a big mural on the wall with Jesus and um, like the freaking with the with the little sheep standing around and the and the little children, <laughs> you know. And um, uh, and I left it there. I actually, in the beginning, I had left it there for a while. And I, I remember going over it with my pencil and kind of darkening it, kind of fixing it up. Now, again, I don't remember. I don't know if he did it himself or it was always there. But it was actually a pretty, pretty nice uh, mural um, that was up there. And um, if I ever remember, I'll tell you what I did with that mural, what the story of regarding that mural i don't want to go into it now because it's a whole other story but um anyway uh but yeah i just want to bring that up but anyway don't forget guys tune in the mike tyson fight tomorrow night uh <laughs> i'm just hoping mike wins please mike win <laughs> all right but uh all right guys so i'm gonna i'm gonna call it quits i'm outside it's a nice night a little smoky out here they're burning something out here but uh nice night um be cool, be safe, you know the rules, watch some kids, look out for the elderly, watch yourself, wash your hands, wear those masks, be careful, and until tomorrow, good night freestyle. Before I lay me down to sleep, I pray to hear a freestyle beat, for if I die before I wake, I hope to make it to the break.